Hey there, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. But before I take you to your show, I have a very small request to make. Do check out the other episodes that we have created so far. And as you know, we are available on all major music and podcast streaming apps across the world. So whichever podcasting platform you're listening to, do hit the follow button and leave us a rating as that will help us improve our content and reach a wider audience. And with that, welcome to the show. What is up people of the world welcome back to another episode of say that again mate and today i must tell you it's going to be a very 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 special episode for both me and priya because uh we have got an amazing guest she's a brilliant human being an excellent athlete and i don't know what you'll you'll just get to know about it through the podcast but before that let me introduce to my co-host Priya say hello 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 so um peeps we are going to introduce you, you to the to this uh, new friend of KG bhaiya who is also uh, a sports person and we'll get to know more about uh, Maria yeah so uh, you know Maria welcome to the show but before uh, i hi <laughs> can i say already hello or to say silence uh, i need to feel silence <laughs> no no it's it's uh, it's uh, it's a great thing for us to have you on the podcast and so nice of you to accept the invitation to join us no thank uh, you so much for considering me kg and no, priya no, no. so but before 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 we dig deep into it see if i would have been a good host you know and a good anchor i would have given a introduction good introduction about you but i'll do it right now just hold on so everybody hold tight so maria is one of the like the finest athletes that i have met in my life um when i say i mean it and she's on the <laughs> top notch in mexico and what i can say i mean when i'm saying this i'm saying it with some weight because she's a national champion in in a category called heptathlon and uh, which will come to in some time and she i mean what a beast you are you train like 8 10 hours a day and <laughs> it's just crazy mm-hmm. just looking at you and thinking about so i started going gym recently earlier i was just doing running and whole day the entire day my body is sore obviously because it's very new for me and uh, all of those things but this lady trains like 8 hours a day oh my god and then she she does the studies she does every other thing that any other student or uh, a professional would be doing and still she's managing to bag medals and that to at national level so maria wow would you like to say hello to f- the very few people yeah. who listen to us <laughs> hi everyone and once again thank you very much kegi and priya for inviting me to this podcast um and i i don't know i'm i'm a little bit nervous but <laughs> i'm i'm here to to learn yeah. through all things you you know and yeah you're right i'm actually a neptathlon athlete um and well i don't know what what would you like to hear or to listen or 
or I'm I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's so great. But just for our listeners who are not uh, very much into athletics and track and field, would you like to explain it mm-hmm. to them what's a heptathlon is and what is this? Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. Okay, so heptathlon it's an event which has uh, seven events. Uh, it has um, a javelin throw, a shot put, um, it's a 100 with hurdles, another one it's the 200, another one it's the 800, and uh, in the jump events we have a high jump and a long jump. So uh, this heptathlon is divided in two days where you have to compete the uh, first four events in the first day and the, and the other three events, you have to compete them in the third, uh, uh, in the second day. So we actually compete by points. It's not for, I mean, each event you compete by the high or the time you do the, the mm-hmm. career or the jump or whatever it is. But uh, actually, uh, heptathlon, you measured by uh, points. So it's really fun because you have like uh, all kind of different events. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's a really fun uh, event. If someone wants to try it, I, I, re- I really recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about <laughs> trying, I could, I could just hear uh, Priya sweating already. The moment you said that it's yeah. there are seven seven different events and seven different sport uh, sporting um, categories in that. So Priya, did you try any of them so far? Uh, no. Also, Maria, I have a I have a question to ask. Are you uh, are you gonna take this as a career, like a sportsman uh, in getting involved in sports? Because you uh, you have been training for eight hours a day, so. Um, and you're studying also. So, uh, yeah, is this I'm a serious option? No, uh, sorry, the, the, okay. I got lost. No, no. So, okay. I'll, I'll just reiterate. Uh, Priya was trying to ask if uh, you are willing to take this as a, a career option going forward because you're also studying and uh, as well training for very passionately for all these sports. So what do you think? What's what's your plan going forward? Ah, okay. Sorry, Priya. It's just like my, I don't know why my, <laughs> the sound is a little bit confused, but uh, yeah, okay. So I see uh, my training, my uh, track and field training, like a very important hobby. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, I, I give like nine hours of my day to this hobby. I really put really much uh, effort, time, uh, frustration, and even money, for example, for my physiotherapist, my nutritionist, my all, all the people that also help me to do this, this, this travel, <laughs> this, right. this journey, trip, yeah. this trip. <laughs> But um, I'm actually studying architecture, and it's another thing that I really love. And I don't know. I I, I can I think that, for example, uh, this sport that I do. It's also the magic of this sport. It's like I keep 
looking at it, at it as a hobby. So when I finish, I don't know, like studying and working and all the stuff that I do apart my sport, it's like, oh my God, it's time for training. Yeah, let's do it and let's go for more and more and more. So uh, I'm I'm working really hard for getting to the to my limits and get to become another uh, once again, for example, a national champion. And if it could happen, I would love it to get maybe to Olympics. But I think that I don't consider it to to train it as I mean, yeah, I I'm training it uh, like uh, I can I I wouldn't say professionally, but because professionally. I don't know if you you understand me. This relation of seeing like a hobby because it's like yeah. not a distraction, but it's like the time different for my studies and my work. It's like it's time to train, but it's not like a work or or a career. It's like of course I don't you know. Enjoy, I think that I do because I really love it. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So, so good. I, I, I'm just so uh, flattered with this because you're never tired. You no matter what hours of sleep have you got how long have you spent time in your universities and doing the assignments but whenever it's time for training you make it on time made by 6 a.m in the morning i've um i i remember i've trained <laughs> with you at six in the morning whether it was winters like anything and it was one degrees one degree temperature at that day <laughs> while we reached the training ground oh my goodness I was like, I'm going to need some more layers while I'm training. But this lady, she was like a beast, like I told you during the start of the podcast. Like, amazing, amazing dedication. <laughs> Actually, I mean, sometimes I'm really tired, really tired. <laughs> but because it's something that I really love and I really enjoy. And even when some days you have like no... Like you don't want to do anything and you just want to stay at your bed and sleep and watch movies. <laughs> I'm like really uh, disciplined and I can, I, I don't know. I sometimes I even feel bad when I don't go to train and that it's like once for a work. Okay. Maybe two for a year, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. It's like I, when it's time to train, it's time to, it's time to train and there's no other thing I can do. So <laughs> Hey, come on. The, that much uh, liberty you can take. You, you are a national bronze medalist. Goddamn, Priya. Ma Maria. You can, of course, like uh, take two days uh, off every month. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, of course. And actually, for example, right now I'm on vacation and I'm really enjoying my vacation because the season starts in August. But, but yeah, it's something that I really enjoy. So it's like it's not like I suffer... Uh, vacation right now sorry, you're on a vacation right now Maria uh, uh, sorry I, I I lost the sound again could you repeat it okay. I was saying you are on your vacation right now where are you exactly that I'm on my vacation and what no I was asking are you on your vacation right now Ah, yeah. I, after this competition season, we have like okay. a three from two to three weeks uh, of vacation. 
that is not actually vacation because we're still training, but it's just like oh, we're yeah. running a, a few kilometers or something like that because we cannot stop at all. I mean, you can stop. Uh, yeah, you can stop at all because when you come back, you can be able to injure or something like that. So it's like a, a vacation, but no vacations. But yes, vacations because you don't train nine hours a day. It's only like 40 minutes a day. So yeah, it's vacations. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great, Maria. So quickly, I want to touch upon this uh topic like where is it all coming from how did you start training at the first place like at what age did you actually think like okay track and field is going to be my sport going forward and i'm going to be a competitor in this or professionally pursue this going forward um, where did it all originate okay, okay so um before track and field i was a dancer a folkloric dancer but even when I was a dancer my grandpa uh, sometimes invited me to to run some careers it was uh, one, it, it, it were it was like sometimes 100 careers but I actually liked them but it was not in that moment it wasn't like oh I want to run I just wanted to dance <laughs> So when I was 15, uh, my father, uh, we were just walking around the, the park 2000. It's where we train. And he asked me, uh, hey, Maria, would you like to, to see what's, what's inside? And I was, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. We entered to the park and we get to the, to the track where mm -hmm. there was a lot of teams. And I was like, oh my God, that, oh my God, there's a lot of people training here. What are they doing? Why, why did they just run and do uh, so many laps and they don't get tired? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and I said my dad, so, so I said my dad, eh, dad, I, I want to try this. Eh, can I try this? So we eh, entered to the track. And we asked a coach, uh, what, what uh, would I need to, to enter to the team? And he just said, come tomorrow and, and check if you like it. And I go to the next uh, day and I loved it. But actually at the beginning with this coach that was the, the right now I'm on now SEMA team where KG also trains. <laughs> yeah, and the first coach of this team it's uh, was was uh, no yeah was uh, Carlos Diaz. He went to United States and led the team to to Uriel Fabian. That is the coach that we have right now. So when I was with Carlos Diaz, I wasn't actually training for like competition. I was only like running and like having practicing a little a little bit of technique. But when I really started competing was when Uri got to the team as a coach. Yeah. And that's, that's like six years ago when I really started uh, preparing for, 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 for 400 meters with hurdles. That it's when I started like giving the punch to, to get to the nationals and all that, that, all that stuff. I'm, I mean, so, you know, yeah, just, to, just to add to what Maria said, um, our coach at the Uzima team, Uriel Fabian, he's a taskmaster. He won't let you go until you are done what you're asked to do. He's a taskmaster. Yep. And he'll ensure that you are doing it well and you are improving it with time. So, you know, big shout out to Uri if he's listening to this podcast. But anyway, 
Um, so six years back, you started training when uh, Uri took over the team, and. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Can I add one thing to what you've just said sure. about Uri? That he's a really tough, uh, tough coach. <laughs> I remember you training one day when you. I don't. I don't remember if you were doing a repetition of a one thousand meters, but I remember that you were like dying, and and Uri was just like finish your finish your meters and all that stuff, and Keiji was really dying, and he's and he's running. But I yeah, know. I just wanted I to that. add that. Yeah. <laughs> there, there have been so many such instances, you know, when I'm already dead. I'm already dead, and Uri says two more laps, KG. I'm like, you want some blood on the track? What is that? <laughs> so I mean, yeah, hats off, hats off to that uh, amazing person and very good, caring brother, Uri, that we have. So yeah, Maria, coming back to you, coming See. back to you. So you said that six years ago you started training when Uri took over the team, and since then you have been. I don't remember if it's five or six. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So basically, since then you have been trying to compete in the national events. All right. Uh yeah, for example, when I the first time uh, when I uh, competed in four uh, hundred meters was was in the. 1817, uh, where uh, I classified to the nationals actually because I was uh, seed. I don't know how to say it in English. Uh, I think it's just seed that okay. because Querétaro was the was the sede of the of the competition. So uh, because it was in Querétaro, the person who in the stat uh, in the statal stage get to the first place. It has like a, a direct uh, pass to the national. So that was my first time in a national. And the next year I didn't get to nationals. I only get to uh, to the regional. But mm-hmm. in the two in the 2019, I I classified to the national championships sub sub 20. Uh, yeah, sub 20. Sub 20, I mean, <laughs> sub 20. And, and then it was a COVID. So the last time I classified was in 2021. And now this one to uh, 2022. And what a yeah. wonderful year this has been for you. You know, national champion, bronze medalist. Oh my God, Maria. Yeah. Uh, and actually, we... it's my first national medal. <laughs> wow. Uh, so um, uh, let's uh, in the evening I'm gonna get your autograph before you become an Olympic hmm. medalist. So. <laughs> yes, you uh, it will cost me really, really expensive. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Priya, you were saying something. No, I was just saying uh, Maria will recognize us. Oh, oh, I know KG and Priya. I know them by their name. I've talked to them, and uh, we have a proof Maria, that you talk to us. By this podcast, <laughs> Maria yeah, would be saying, "Yeah, I'm I know ask those you guys." Yeah. <laughs> Maria would be like, "I know those guys. They yeah, they run some stupid podcast or something." Ah, uh, look at them! <laughs> huh. I was on my vacation and they trapped me in this thirty uh, forty minutes talk. Oh God! <laughs> Pathetic. These guys are ridiculous. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> No, no, no. Okay. Maya, this this has been. I mean, um, uh, 
I mean, Priya, I have personally seen her train and uh, yes. it's just so inspiring. So inspiring that no matter how tired you are, if you are, um, you know, working or working out with Maria, you are going to push your limits. And it, that's all about track and field, you know. You you are out of your breath within the first 100 meters. But who knows, you have to train for another two hours. So it's it's just the <laughs> it's just the endurance and the motivation that you get by just looking at people. With just uh, motivation at looking at people brought me to this question: What is this in Mexico, uh, where I see so so many young people, like young kids, hardly five years, seven years six, um, old, and they are like they are training at that age? W- what is this? I mean, uh, what culture is this where? Uh, um, this thing is encouraged to a very large extent in Mexico. And that is what, I mean, these guys go ahead and become great athletes. Actually, here in Mexico, it's really sad because, for example, if you right, right now uh, in Oregon are happening the, 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 the world championship mm-hmm. and Mexico has a really few participation. And I think that's really sad because Mexico have a lot of talent. The problem is that we have not, uh, we don't have the support from the government or for, for, for any um, social or private uh, organization because yeah. they only, uh, they mostly help the people that have already give the 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 results. I mean. If you want results, you have to help help the athletes from the beginning. Know when they have already given you the results. That's a really sad situation because, uh, for example, I don't know, uh, here in Querétaro, only the person who has already given uh, national medals to, to Querétaro can use the, the game of, of the track. That's really sad because where do you get all the pers- all the people that are are starting to to become also a, a national medalist? Yeah. So I think that's a really sad uh, thing that Mexico have because they don't have the support for the people that are uh, starting. So wh- how would it, uh, how would they get uh, these results they are waiting for if they don't? Uh, if they don't see the the help that we did, that we that we need from the beginning, but yeah, uh, what was the question? <laughs> no, no. So my my question was that how uh, I mean this has been encouraged to young guys and girls, boys and girls, uh, to start training at a very young age. You know, at, because we see that in the in the stadium where we train. That um, yeah. very, very little boys and girls, they come and they train like in every uh, possible, what do you call it, sport. They train for high jump, they train for long jump, they train for like sprints and 100, 200 meters and hurdles and everything. So what my perception is that um, coming from India, we don't see track and field uh, encouraged at that level, uh, especially because cricket being one of our major sport and uh, everyone inclined to playing playing cricket and playing football to some extent, um, soccer as you call it here. But um, track and field is not one of the top sports or top interests of people. But when I came to Mexico and I saw that um, shift where I see like people, school going kids and uh, very young people, 
old aged people everyone is out there running everyone is out there on the tracks and fields so that just you know made me think about it like this is something that i i would have done from very early stages of my uh, journey where i started running and so i started running back in 2016 where i first ran a 10 kilometer whatever you call it a marathon whatever 10 10k run and i felt pathetic about it because my body was not very uh, prepared okay. for that 10k 10k run and then i thought that i need to give it some effort give some more training to it be get in a better shape and then attempt uh, like longer runs and something like that so i mean i just i'm just so happy looking at young kids doing every kind of stuff that adults are doing here uh with respect to track and field so i just i just love it around so um another thing um i want to ask you maria is um so is there any other sport that you are interested in apart from track and field um i mean uh, before uh, i enter i went with my dad to the park 2000 and we asked for the coach if i can train i was between uh, basketball and volleyball but i think i prefer the sport where uh, it depends only on you <laughs> because yeah. i i really like uh, playing in a team uh, for example when we sometimes play a basketball and football volley whatever sport we we play in in a team i really enjoy it but i really like the all the process uh, in the track and field training because it's you and only you all obviously with the help of with uh, uh with the team with your in uh, with your coach but it's it's really a work a personal work and that's okay. what i really like of the track and field because you have to uh, to extend your limits and like i don't know it's a really personal work that's what i really like of the track and field so yeah. i i would i like bas i i really like all sports but i think track and field it's what i really ah no wait 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 wait, wait forget it I really like climbing. <laughs> <laughs> He finally got it. It's also a personal. <laughs> yeah, I really like climbing. I actually my boyfriend is the one who showed me this big world of climbing and I and it's a really good it's a really beautiful sport also. And the the funny part it's like even that it's a personal um uh a sport well it depends if you do for example boulder it's a, pers- a personal uh, work but you also have the support of all the other people that they are for yeah. example spotting you for if you in case you fall down they are uh, they are with you and if you do for example the 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 other with the ropes i forgot the name uh, you all, you you need to have a partner for that for that but it's like i don't know it's really beautiful the climbing i think if i would do another sport it would it would be climbing yeah so climbing <laughs> as in you say wall climbing or rock climbing in, uh, in yeah way, right? and uh, rock rock climbing rock climbing okay no. but uh, priya just uh, take a note yeah she's not a team player she wants to be on her own yeah. she doesn't want to All share her own. medals Yes. We caught you, Maria. There's a controversy <laughs> here. <laughs> I can. Uh, I just want to. Okay. I've been listening to Maria 
speaking passionately about how consistent she has been in her sport and she she also mentioned how she maintained her diet for uh, this sport and then waking up every morning uh, being on time this takes efforts this takes will pass and uh, kudos to your uh, i mean this is the same same question i asked to uh, mukul bhaiya previously uh, tuning in uh, pitching in and again kg bhaiya smoothly so guys please do listen to that podcast as well so uh, at that time uh, i asked the same question to mukul bhaiya that how was he consistent all this while what keeps him motivated to because every day you juggle with different problems minute things which can uh, interfere with your mental peace where you feel like no i cannot i cannot make it this morning so but i think in maria's case it's just uh, the love the passion for the sport which keeps her up all the time So I, I think wanna... uh, let's yeah let's uh, let's um, hear it from the master herself. Yeah. So Maria, <laughs> how do you how do you take care of your uh, like um, a mental state? I mean, there are, being an athlete, I also know at times you don't have a good day with your body. Sometimes you just want to give up early. Sometimes you just don't want to train. Sometimes you train but you are slow at what you are doing. Sometimes you lose a competition. How do you keep up with all of these things mentally okay so in all these 6 years that i've been training um there i have been up and down up and down yeah. so the thing that i think uh, the thing the thing that i think <laughs> uh that uh, keeps me going is that one first of all that i enjoy training i enjoy running i enjoy jumping i enjoy uh, throwing throwing javelin i enjoy all that stuff but i also um uh, love uh, overcoming my 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 limits i mean if uh, before i started training heptathlon i was only running for 100 meters and when i i said to myself okay i want to do heptathlon I mean it I had to do six more events where I didn't know anything <laughs> at all about them. Yeah. So it's it's like a continuous motivation to be first of all uh physically better and uh mentally better and also to I mean uh overcoming all my all my limits and becoming a better per, uh, and becoming a better person uh, through it. I think it's also very very common because each time I I overcome one thing that uh, yesterday I couldn't do it's like okay I can do it I can do it more I can do it better and what I don't know it's like always looking for that things that uh, sometimes your mind says like no you can't but no actually you can so I think Yeah, I, I think mean, that's the yeah. thing that keeps keeps me motivating that uh, yeah like live uh, live through or no overcome the the things and also I I to have uh, like goals for example yeah. this season I really have the goal to to get that me- uh, to, to get that national medal and I did it so also oh. the the goals are very very important so important 
Of course, of course. So I mean, I'm I'm just so flattered because um, Priya heptathlon has seven sports, as Maria explained mm-hmm. already. And being good at one is one thing. Being good at seven of them seven, is yeah. something. Some it takes it takes something to be be good at all of those Correct. things. I mean, I'm I'm so so flattered. I mean, fan fan moment here, Maria. Yes. Also, Maria, this isn't the first time. Uh, I just missed this this uh, uh, to tell you that KG Bhaiya has mentioned so many times that uh, Priya has made a friend named Maria. She uh, she's so much into training. I've seen her uh, like the way she works out. It just it's just thrilling it's just intriguing how much she's dedicated to each and every sport and we are we feel like a small molecule in this whole universe we are just a small molecule we are here to learn and you just said kjb yeah. just beautifully she said that it's important to keep a goal and i can only hear one sentence behind this that she is her own competition first and then to like the world and to gain some uh, medal with respect to competitions that's another level of uh, passing the barriers that's another level but to set goals for yourself is an initial step and is a uh, like true sportsmanship which keeps mm. them going amazing yeah this this i mean um, if we, if we look at yeah, uh, this point of view that it makes total sense that if you are in a team sport you want the entire team to be good at it to get yeah. a medal but here you are just one person you have to work on yeah. yourself your body your training and the medal is home i mean um, exactly and also in all the process obviously you will have a uh, frustration you will may get injured because of the fart and sometimes some exercises are some exercises are really uh, Uh, tough <laughs> but that's that's when you once that's when the mind enters and where you if you really want to go for that goal it's it's when it's when your mind enters and say okay it's it's okay you right now you may be a little bit tired you maybe have an injured uh uh injured hand or some or whatever but you're gonna get out from this and you're gonna go for your goal so it's a really mental it's a really track and field also i mean all the sports are like uh, 70% mental and the other part is physical because yeah. really the mind it's really powerful it's totally. really powerful totally agree totally agree hey i quickly want to touch up on um, as your dad is also a friend and uh, we have you know trained together for quite some time we have went to run a couple of marathons together and a uh, few long distances how at that age Yay. that man is nailing it on the fields i ca- i'm telling you from my experience of running alongside him he doesn't get tired even at the end of the 13th kilometer of the 14th or the 15th kilometer he's like let's do one more i mean just i think there's something in your family that that's yes. it's coming so what is some information about your gene pool maria <laughs> how is your family so fit and fine and like still participating in marathons uh, much appreciate yeah i mean al- always through uh, this fitness journey and this um, 
some some kind of a sport track and field so t- tell me something about your dad i mean how he at that age he, he might be around somewhere 50 plus right and he's still doing it so perfectly i mean i, I just cannot you have to see it guys so maria over to you tell us something about your dad and his training and how he has come to this all together uh okay so my dad actually it's really beautiful to see the progress of my dad because running actually it's a really um uh goal for him because uh, before running he he was a, a smoker person he smoked really much okay. so running uh, was like a a, a way to to get out of that uh, addiction and when he started running me and my sister my sister also runs uh, and actually my sister it's the it's the, uh, they are not married but it's okay let's say that let's say that it's the wife of my coach Uriel yeah. Fabian <laughs> so um, me and my sister really tried to to take my dad out and when we went running the three of us it was like a magical moment because we were all sharing uh, the things uh, that we like and it was like a really beautiful moment i don't know it's i don't know how to describe it but I uh, totally the fact that. is okay but okay that's great so the fact is that uh, we my dad really uh, felt like those moments and that Uh, get, uh, take take him to to start running and also to competing and actually he doesn't compete uh, in the careers like forget a place he also competes to 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 overcome to to get him to another limit uh, to always uh, get better in time to always feel better to 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 be better in in what he likes he's not like oh i didn't get the first place yeah. oh i'm not in the first uh, 10 people of the marathon he's like oh my god i run my 10 kilometers my 10 kilometers down the five uh, the five minutes per kilometer and that's also really inspiring because it's like you don't have as as you said before you don't have to compete to the others with the others you right. have to compete with yourself that's the most important thing if you want to overcome yourself you have to compete with yourself and that's a really inspiring thing uh, that my father also um shows me and teach me because sometimes we are like very uh also th- always thinking like oh my god what would other people think about me if i don't win this what would uh, what would uh, uh, would other th- uh, people think if i don't get this so no that's not <laughs> that's not the way to do it you have to do it for yourself and uh, becoming better for yourself and getting to your limits for yourself and that's exactly. something that i really love from my dad because it's something Also, my mom, my mom and dad teach me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I totally agree. And the, what a lovely story, you know. And uh, like, I would like to second what you said. Um, it's not about finishing in the first ten or first twenty of a marathon. It's about finishing that race. If you are at the starting, this is what I learned when I started running marathons. If you are at the starting line, you are already a winner. 
it's just yeah. a matter of time that yeah. you finish that race and come back home get, grab your goodies drink something mm-hmm. go back home have a banana it's the most that's the best part feeling it's the most beautiful feeling when you cross that finish line no matter yeah. what's your rank in that in that marathon is the moment you cross the finish line it's like your meditation has just finished and now your head is in a very very great space and it's never about you're yeah, running against someone you're you're running uh, a race it's not a race it's just mm. that you went out for a workout on a sunday morning or a saturday morning and you just had a good time and now it's time for a good breakfast once you're done with that uh, um, marathon so totally agree i mean people i i always encourage people to do long distance running going forward because once you grow old and old you reach your 40s and 50s you won't be maybe you won't be able to lift that much of weight at the in the gym maybe you won't maybe um you get some kind of uh, uh, problems in your heart something here you may not be able to maintain a diet or something but if you just go for a walk or slowly do a jogging it's gonna help your heart you know like we say it's a cardio it helps your cardiac muscles it helps your heart to be in a better yeah. place you know and i i just I, i just love it um i mean yeah that's my personal choice guys so maria before we wrap up we had a excellent uh, talk with you but before we wrap up uh would you like to give a piece of advice to people like uh, priya who just do breathing as an exercise how they should start and <laughs> go forward <laughs> um okay so even if it's not a running sport i think that if you really want to want to develop on on any sport you really have to enjoy it and not uh, focus on the on the as we said it before on the on getting best than other people uh but getting a uh, best for you and that's why you have to enjoy it because everything it's a process and uh, if you are about to start running uh, tomorrow obviously you have to do it step by step so you 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 can't rush things you have to leave the process because for example i told you for this national medal i have to train for six years Yeah. So if you really want to to get something you really have to live the process enjoy the process of course and um uh, i don't know i um go for your limits <laughs> i get it maria it's just about uh, enjoying the process more than uh, taking it as a like heavy heavy thing in your head that oh my god i've paid for this this training i have to go for it no you should we will eventually start enjoying the sport which we'll choose exactly i'm sure about that yes and you Thank know the, you. Uh, this this reminds me of the great uh, usain bolt he has hardly ran like 15 minutes on the track but he has trained years and decades for that to, for those 15 minutes exactly. that he had to perform on the track like what's his race it's a 10 second race it's a 18 second or 20 second race that's what he is doing from years and he's like beating every person in the world is i mean this is what teaches us the process you know 
um it's it's always the process the great ms dhoni also said it once so maria just to set up the context ms dhoni is the greatest captain of indian cricket team so he also said that i don't believe in the achieving the results i believe in trusting the process so if the process is right exactly. maybe not today maybe not tomorrow maybe the day after you'll get the results but you'll get it but you have to get the process right and with this wise exactly. words of uh, the great podcaster kg <laughs> priya would you like to say bye now maria thank you so much for coming and thank um, you so much maria no, thank you all it was lovely talking to you and you know insights of what a uh, what a person who is who is already is there out there winning <laughs> like competitions and we are just small uh, tiny i mean as bhaiya quoted breathing is my exercise so i'm going to change it it's like uh, bhaiya is uh, smoothly insinuating something okay bhaiya yeah. i mean i mean it's it's not it's not just that it it should be a way of life because after covid we have seen how good immunity Correct. and good things um, good physique would be able to uh, cope up with a lot of things around you i mean so i mean yeah great man thank you thank you priya thank you maria for coming in and chatting with us this has been so inspiring for i guess a lot of listeners as well no, be listening it and uh, thank you so much kiki and priya do, for inviting do, me do come back whenever you want i mean it's a yeah. open platform you can come have a chat laugh uh, and yeah that's what this podcast is about so yeah of course yeah i would love it <laughs> <laughs> All right everyone thank you see you in the next episode bye maria bye priya thank you guys bye bye, bye priya bye, bye maria guys. bye hey there thanks for listening to the podcast just in case you liked the episode do share it with your friends and remember to follow us on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to remember we are available on apple podcast google podcast spotify prime music and everywhere else and in case you have any questions suggestions or ams for us to write us an email at please say that again mate at gmail.com or you can dm us on instagram our instagram handles are there in the description of the show and with that i'll take your leave and see you again next week thank you Thank you.